now I speak to you on a Saturday morning at uh, 10.33 a.m. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, and uh, the time has no bearing on it whatsoever, I, I could be speaking to you at, at 5 to 11 or on a, on a Sunday morning or, or a quarter to 10 on a Wednesday night. It's all the same to you. I mean, you, you can listen at whatever bloody time you want as far as I'm concerned. It, it's, it has no effect on me. Um, it, that's if, if, if I wanted to control what time you listen to my program, I, I would do it live. And I suppose technically I am doing it live. I mean, I am here right now as, as I'm recording it. I, I didn't, I didn't do it in. A, I didn't uh, say all this stuff in advance and then record it two hours later. I'm, I'm, I'm talking live in, in, into the recording device uh, and, and uh, saying all this uh, as I go along. And, and, and um, this isn't stuff that I, I. Uh, transferred from my brain to my vocal cords a few hours ago in preparation for the, for the show. This is, this is all coming straight out of my mouth right now. In fact, you can probably hear the spit bubbles landing on my microphone as 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 a, as a byproduct of, of the words that come out of my mouth. And, and come out of my mouth to do indeed. I mean, where else would they come out of? I, I know people like to be vulgar sometimes and say, for example, you're talking through your arse, but it's it's not actually possible to talk through your arse. I mean, you, you can expel wind, but there's, there's no vocal cords down there as, as far as um, medical science is aware. You see, you can't really um, make words with your, with your um, backside. If you do happen to make a sound that happens to sound like a, like a word, that's, that's just pure coincidence and, and there's a 1 in 10 billion chance of, of it happening. And if, if you ever do, let's hope you, you have a recording device available and someone from, uh, some, someone who, someone trustworthy who, who can verify it, perhaps uh, Norris McGuire, the guy who used to appear on uh, the King's Book of Records program on the English television, he, he used to verify that all, all the records that had, had been broken properly. But of course he's dead now, so, so he's probably not going to be there. And, and if you are, you, you need someone else who, who can verify his his ghost's presence. And, and it's going to get very complicated and it'll be hardly worth applying to, to get into the Guinness Book of Records. And besides which, um, I don't think it's. I don't think you should be uh, trying to beat other people at everything. I, I think it's impolite trying trying to break records. Uh, I mean, uh, it's someone someone takes years and years and dedicates uh, ten years of his life to to running running the ten minute mile, and then suddenly everyone else wants wants to beat him and run the twelve minute mile and, and then do do two minutes better. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's just mean. That's just vindictive and nasty. And you, you can't be you can't be treating your fellow human beings like that. It's it's just not on. That said, um, if, if if I wanted to to get into the Guinness Book of Records, I would probably go for um, oldest teddy bear in uh, Ireland. Um, my teddy bear Bowsy is, I believe, around uh, 84 years old now. Um, he'll be 85 on, on the 17th of June, and then on on the uh, 18th of June he'll be. 85 years and one day, um, if, uh, well, for a particular time of the day, a particular time point, you he'll be, he'll be that age. But of course, age moves on second by second. You, you don't when it's your birthday. It's 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 not your birthday for the whole day. It's it's your birthday for one split millisecond, and, and not even that. But we say one split millisecond because our, our minds can't can't comp contemplate anything smaller than that. It's, it's like trying to contemplate something smaller than, than an amoeba. You just can't. I mean, you see, there's, there's plenty of half amoebas going around us that were, um, well, they're, they're twins when, when, when an amoeba has uh, twin puppies, the, the, uh, the cell splits into two, and it, it's two half cells. Each amoeba is half a cell, 
and we, we can't picture stuff like that. The only thing we know about cells is, is, is cell phones, which um, where the airspace is divided in, into cells, and, and that's what we think cells are. But an amoeba cell is, is a completely different thing. It's it's an organism, and uh, you, you can't you can't you can't be comparing um, tiny microorganisms to uh, the transmission system of, of a communications device because you, you just get all confused. And there are two different. Um, divisions of science anyway. One is biology and the other is uh, physics and you know you have to specialise. I mean, uh, maybe early on in school you can do a general science programme and learn a, a bit about everything but you, you still have to separate them. I mean if you, if you get um, a children's science textbook from school you'll find that the, the physics section and the biology section and the chemistry section are three different parts of the book. They're not merged. There, is, there isn't some chapter there that says here's how a phone works and here here's where the amoeba comes into it and, and you have to tie it all up together. Now we, we specialise, and, and it, the, the guy who paints your house, he, he doesn't uh, he doesn't fix your car at the same time unless he's unless he's uh, doing a mixer, and, and he happens to specialise in, in those two uh, um, parts of, of bits of work. And I've just realised you, you foreigners probably don't know what a mixer is, so so that's fine. Um, I remember back in back in the 17th century, and um, people used to used to uh, not specialise at all, they just used to know about everything. Sh uh, William Shakespeare, the, the author, he he, um, he, in the, he uh, designed helicopters and with his friend Vincent van Gogh and, and that's how, how um, that's how he, he, uh, van Gogh got his ear cut off, uh, one of the blades got in the way and, and that was the end of that. He went, back, tell you, he went back to his painting pretty damn quickly after that, there was still no more of that shite. And, and quite rightly too, if you're able to paint a good painting. You don't need to go proving yourself by, by making uh, aeronautical vehicles for, for, um, for uh, that aren't going to be used for another five generations. I mean, you, you, you know, you can only squeeze so much into your 70 odd years on this planet and, and you, you might as well just, you know, pick what you're good at, go and do something there and then just go and die and, and stuff. Or, or of course, if, if you can master it, uh, the never ending and um, if you've ma if you've mastered the uh, what do you call it in Highlander, yeah, if if you become an immortal, of course you don't have to die, but you should still stick to one thing and get better and better and better through the centuries and, and just become the best the best ever. That's that's what happened with everyone in the Bible. Um, they they all according to the Bible, everyone lived um for five six hundred years. Moses was eight hundred and forty two when he died or something like that, and and all these biblical characters lived to ripe old ages, and that, that's how they got so much done. I mean, you, you don't think. You don't think Jesus uh, mastered the, the art of, of walking on water when he was 15. No, he, he lived for a long, long time, many centuries, and, and he had plenty of time to practice it. He, he went to all the best teachers. He spent, he spent uh, 50 years in, in each school. It, it, took him, until it took him a hell of a long time to get his degree. It, it was uh, 150 years, I believe. He, he, um, well, he, he flew through the first year, and then about halfway through the second semester, he, of course, he met Mary Magdalene, and, and of course, as soon as you get a girlfriend, that's, that's the end of your studies, and, and it, it took him about another 104 years to, to get through the first semester of second year. He, he just kept failing his exams and resitting them, and, and uh, the, the only thing he seemed to know about was fish. He, he was great. Oh, yeah, give him, a, give him a, a book of fish and some bread, and, and he'll make you a, a nice fish supper. I mean, I can do that. He didn't even cook the damn things. He, he, he did some Japanese-style thing where, where you have raw fish 
and sushi and, and veg with, with no butter on it. And that was his idea. Oh yeah, I, I, here, give you some fish. I'll, I'll make you a nice supper. He didn't even cook the damn thing. He, he just he just um, increased the quantity somehow magically made it into loads and loads of fish. But it wasn't cooked. And, and everyone at that bloody instant, the loads and the fishes, every, everyone there got food poisoning. And how do you think uh, this chicken flu thing started? Well, I, I don't know how it started, but it's... I'm pretty sure there was some guy showing off his magic tricks at a, 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 a party or something, and, and he decided that here, here's uh, two birds in a basket, and there's a couple of hundred people here in the crowd here, and they're hungry, so so I'll turn this bird in, into loads of loads of, of, of meat, and it'll be enough to feed thousands of people with, with chicken sandwiches, and, and we'll, we'll sell the rest off to McDonald's or something, and they can do what they like with it. And that's how the, the, the bird flu started, and... and uh, Everyone started sneezing, and, and one, of, one of the birds that hadn't been cooked properly, in fact, was still alive. That bird coughed the, the, the germs from the sneeze and, and, and got the flu, and, and it evolved. And now we're all going to die, which is great, isn't it? seconds in, into this program and not, not counting extra bits that I'm going to edit in at the beginning so, so that's really completely inaccurate of me and, and it's not, not that it's relevant anyway you, you really don't need to keep count of how many seconds have passed unless of course you're listening to this during your commute and, and uh, are measuring and uh, are measuring how many seconds it is until, until that you've been on your, on your bus trip so that you'll know where to get off well th- there's an easier far easier way of, of, of keeping track of your journey than that if you, if you just count the uh, number of times the wheels on the bus go around just just kind of put something put a piece of metal on, on the wheel or something and, and listen to it clicking each time it goes around um, a, a bit like one of those yard wheels that the people used to use to, to measure um, roads and things um, you, you can measure how many clicks it is to, to your destination the first time you go and from then on you just count the clicks and, and it's fine um, just um, just make sure you don't get distracted by anything else that occurs during your journey, because there's going to be a lot of things distracting you. Let's be honest, there's going to be uh, there's going to be people getting on and off the bus, um, yourself included, and, and there's going to be a bus conductor coming down who's going to want to clip your ticket and, and punch holes in in your ticket and, and your face if if you're not careful, because that, that's that's the penalty nowadays for not having a valid bus ticket. If, if you accidentally get the wrong ticket, um, the the uh, bus inspector is is more than more than um, uh, well, he's pretty much obliged to to punch you in the face and, and kick the crap out of you, and quite quite rightly so if you ask me. If there's one thing I can't abide, it's it's fair evaders and, and people who, who buy the wrong ticket, um, especially old ladies. They they're always doing that sort of thing, and, and they they skip the queue and, and and they buy the wrong ticket and and they, they go around annoying people. They're they're just evil evil people absolutely appalling and uh, there's a lot of evil people in this world and there's just what a saving for a start he's, he's a complete bastard I mean, he's, he's never what's what a saving ever done for this planet well, you, you, you tell me but I can't think of anything um, he's, he goes around uh, being being all rude to God who, who gave him a job as an angel and stuff and, and Satan just told him to feck off I want to go and set up my own little thing down here with all this fire and stuff I, I don't like all your angels and wings and all that crap so I'm, I'm going to set up my own thing 
and I'm going to compete with you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be an ungrateful little shit, and I'm going to set up an alternative afterlife where people who who, uh, who can't be bothered to go into your shithole of a place decide to come to me instead, and I'll just I'll just make them give them hand over their soul to me, and, and I'll make them all nice and happy, and, and give them loads of uh, money and and other st- wealth-related uh, items which, which they'll, they'll be happy with because they're quite shallow people. Um, uh, Satan doesn't like deep people. He, he's always been um, afraid of water ever since the whole incident where, where he... Uh, oh, where he, he's... Um, someone called the fire brigade. They talked that hell was on fire. They didn't realise that it was supposed to be full of fire, so they, they called the fire brigade, and, and Satan got drenched with the water from the, from the hoses. And he's just... He's never really got over that, which is what I'm not quite happy about. I, I, as I said, I think, I think I made clear, I don't like Satan, and I'm happy that he got drenched with water. It's good enough for the fucker. I should say before I continue that I've, I've just drunk about four mugs of coffee, and uh, I have a very, very small capacity for, for liquid, so I may need to go to the toilet several times during this recording. And I, I make no apologies for that. It's, uh, people have to go to the toilet. They can't just hold it in for you because it doesn't suit your, your entertainment needs. Um, I'm, I'm not here to entertain you anyway. This is a serious news and current affairs to, uh, discussion forum. I'm not going to... I'm not going to patronise you or talk down to you, but, but patronise means talking down to people, so I should explain. I'm not, I'm not going to patronise you, but, but by just talking a load of crap, I'm, I'm going to talk about serious issues, and if you can't keep up, that, that's fine, just go and read some books and, and, and educate yourself on, on, until you know what I'm talking about, and uh, then you'll have, you'll have made yourself a better person, more educated, and you'll have made the world a better place, because of course... All those people you you see on on the bus reading serious newspapers, um, they're not just there passing the time. Those people, uh, they, they they read all of, all about um, the the economic situation in, in Nagar Mongolia or, or the war in Iraq, and then the minute they get off the bus, they go and do something about it. Those are all very important people that you see on the bus. They, and and uh, before by the time they get home to their houses, they they'll have uh, taught. They'll, they'll, well, they'll have, they'll have to say, a 10-minute walk to their, to their front door from the bus stop, and during that 10 minutes, they'll, they'll think through what, what they have to, to do about the, the, the world's problems, and by the time they get home, they'll, they'll have sorted out at least uh, three more of, of the, the world's problems, and, and that's how everything gets sorted out. And thank God for people who, who read newspapers on buses. I really, I really am glad that, that they're there doing, doing stuff. Um, so next time you see someone rattling a copy of the Times on, on the bus. Don't get all irritated with them for looking all self-important. They are important. They, they are. They are the people who run this 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 country and this world. And you you just sitting there listening to your iPod, listening to me talking shy. I mean, I mean talking uh, serious about serious issues. And you you're all smug there because because you think you well. I'm just going to relax during my bus journey and listen to this Irish guy. Well, you, sir or madam, are a waste of space, and I'm absolutely disgusted at you. As far as I'm concerned, someone should come along there, along the bus, and and grab you by the ear, and pull you along the aisle, 
until until you're nearly at the front door, and then kick you in between the buttocks or, or on on either buttock until you go flying out through the door and onto the ground and perhaps hurt yourself. No, no, not too much now. I don't want you to to clog up some hospital ward with your with your injuries, feeling sorry for yourself. I just want I want you to get a good kick up the ass. So, because I mean, you can't be going around doing thinking like that. You you you. You are thinking incorrectly, and you are wrong about the world, and something needs to be done about it. And that's why I'm here. I'm going to correct you. So you, you just carry on listening to, to the next few episodes of this podcast, and I will I will put you straight. And then when you are when I put you straight, then I will respect you, and I'll, 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 then you'll be a proper member of society. And you'll be a man or a woman, depending depending on on, on what you've got down there. And, and all that sort of thing. Um, I, I don't discriminate, by the way. Men, men and women are equally welcome to, to listen to this program. Um, now, men, men perhaps are, are obviously going to get more out of it because because they're more intelligent. Women will, will, will enjoy, of course, they'll, they'll appreciate my, my uh, Irish accent and, and the fact that I'm, I've got a sense of humour because that, that's what's important to, to women nowadays, a sense of humour. Um, men, men appreciate uh, intelligence and strength. Um, by the way, my, my first name, Neil, is from the Irish word Noel, which comes from a word that means uh, strength. And so that therefore I'm, I'm strong. Um, I'm, as, as we speak, I'm, I'm, um, I'm sitting at a computer table that doesn't have any legs. I'm, I'm holding the table on my lap instead, and I've got my laptop computer on top of that. It's, it's a laptop table and a laptop computer, and I've got them both on my lap. Um, my bed doesn't have legs on it. Well, it has one leg, just just in case I go into a deeper sleep. But I, I, I hold up the rest of the bed with my own hands while I'm sleeping. I sleep face down. I put one one hand under each corner of the bed, and there's a there's a leg on on one of the corners at the foot of the bed, and uh, that that's hold, that holds up the bed. So there's no there's no um, extra wear and tear on, on on the floor except at that point where the, where the table has where the Bed has one leg, uh, because because I don't like I don't like being um, I don't like using up the earth's natural resources. I don't, I don't like wearing out my my uh, carpet and my floor any more than I have to. I, I feel I feel ashamed enough for the fact that I'm taking up um, eight eight square inches of space on this planet for for at least the next. 60, 70 years, and I, I don't feel I've earned the right to take, to take up that space. I mean, what, what have I ever contributed to the society? Well, well, maybe obviously a bit more than you, but you know, it's, that's not saying much. I mean, I've, 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 obviously I, I go to work during the day and, and I contribute, contribute to the economy in some way, and uh, but well, I'm, I'm paid for that. I'm, I'm well compensated. To, I get a check at the end of the week. Well, technically, I get a, a, an electronic payment into my bank account, which really isn't isn't um, isn't really anything. It's it's not it's immaterial. It's it's uh, it's, it's someone sends some electricity in, into my uh, to my bank account every every Friday just after midnight, and that, that's considered payment. I get paid in electricity. That's what I just realised. In fact. That, I'd prefer money. In fact, in fact, I'm under the terms of my contract. I'm supposed to get money, but no, they just send some electricity to my bank account, and um, it's, it's not taken off of my my uh, household power power bill. Um, the power bill. In fact, I have to 
have to convert the electric electricity into money and use it to pay my power bill, which which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. I mean, this, I mean, what what kind of economy is this? It's, it's, it's no wonder house prices are spiraling here in Ireland, and and, and the price of the price of maintaining a, a household pet has, has gone through the roof. I mean, you might as well just put the pet up on the roof and 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 let, let the skies look after it, let it drink the rain and and eat the the bird crap that falls and and any any, any dead pigeons that fall from the skies because it's, it's going to work out cheaper um, even if, if you count in the cost of, of the wear and tear on your roof uh, from, from them sitting on it they'll obviously wear off if it stay there long enough say say three or four hundred years your household pet will, will wear a hole in the, in the roof of your house but you can get that repaired or, or your, your future generations can get repaired uh, if, 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 or they could just leave them there for another couple of thousand years and, and eventually the dog or the cat that's sitting on the roof will, will wear a hole through the roof, then a hole through the upstairs ceiling, the uh, first floor, and then through the downstairs ceiling, and then eventually they'll just still wear a a hole all the way through the, the floor of the house and into the ground, and by then they'll be pretty old, so, so they'll have effectively... Um, dug their own grave in, in the floor of your house and, and they'll be they'll bury themselves which is which is very efficient i, I think that's admirable that, that there are dogs and cats cats willing to do that uh, i say willing i don't know if they're willing to do that but they, they, they will do that if i want them to um cats and dogs obey me they, they understand me they, um, as some of you may realize i've, I've made over 180 um, internet web comics uh, about cats. Now there were very few dogs in that, but, but they're pretty much the same thing. Uh, a dog has has rounder ears and, and is is slightly bigger than a cat, but it's, it's pretty much the same thing. They've got they've got four legs and, and a tail and, and other stuff. They they eat and then they they go to the toilet and they sleep. And that's what what more could you want from any being? I mean, if if humans did that that much, you know, you'd be you'd be over the moon if, if you get a human to do that much, especially if they caught mice for you as well. Jesus, that'd be great. I mean, I, I'd, if, if, I taught, if I taught a, a human being could, could catch mice for me, I'd, I'd have some children myself right now and, and keep this house nice and clean. As it stands, um, there's, there's just no point creating new humans. I mean, what are they going to do for you? They're just, just going to lounge around watching television all day and, and, and reading newspapers on the bus and, 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 and all sorts of other crap. And that's just, you know, that's just stupid. <laughs> Joanne in the next room um, tap, tapping tapping away her keyboard make, making her expressing herself through, through the, the emotion of electricity that flows from the keyboard into a computer I believe she's typing some, some assignments for college um, she's studying to be a teacher um, which is ironic in itself that, that in order to teach one has to first to be, be taught by a teacher and of course that's, that's the circle of life you teach and then you are taught and then uh, the person who you teach teaches someone else and they teach someone else and they teach someone else and that's how the fountain of knowledge of how to teach gets passed down from generation to generation to generation to generation to generation to generation and back up again if Stephen Hawk if Professor Stephen Hawkins's theory is, is true that that when um, 
the, the universe reaches the end of time, um, it all goes backwards again to the beginning of time, and we, we all do everything backwards. So uh, everything, all the knowledge will get passed back up to the generations again. And I, I, I sometimes wonder whether, whether, whether that's already happening, because... I I feel I've got some knowledge from future generations. I've got um, I've, I've learned how to use my iPod from from my unborn son, um, um, Bowsy, who who Bowsy the second, who who I believe will be born in around twelve years time. That that's what he tells me anyway. And he's taught me how to use my iPod, and, he, and he's taught me how how to use a how, how to use a, a holograph holographic. Um, cinema to, to achieve sexual arousal, among other things. I don't think really it's appropriate for, for my child to be teaching me that, but I, I suppose since he, he's fictional, that, that's okay. I, I really don't listen to him anyway. He, he sounds like a bit of an idiot, to be, to be quite honest. I, I don't know how. And, and why is he named after my teddy bear? That's, that's the worrying thing. I, I mean, how, how did that, that come about? Um, well, I suppose we'll find out in 11 or 12 years or so. Anyway, the, the, the point is... Um, well, well, there isn't really any point. I can't really remember what the hell I was, I was talking about before then, but I suppose I, I could talk about something. I, I, I've, I've got... Um, oh, yeah, I was, I was talking about my fiance Joanne, who, who's in the next room ta- tapping away on, on her typewriter. Um, it's, it's basically a glorified typewriter. They, they call it a computer or, or a PC, which means a, a politically correct computer, which, which has... Um, it's it's designed for both left-handed and right-handed people. They put they put the on and off switch in the middle, and then uh, all the buttons are are kind of in the middle of the keyboard, so anyone can reach them. Although they don't necessarily reach all of them. Um, I, I'm looking here at my type typewriter, and I can see as as a left-handed person, um, the letter A is is more easy to reach for me than the letter L, for example, and I find that offensive. I mean, I'm allowed to type the numbers one to five with great ease, but anything from from six to nine and, and zero, and the minus sign and, and the number lock sign and, and the plus sign, they're they're completely out of my reach. I, I can't use my right hand. I'm I'm left-handed, and that that's just bigotry. Yeah, the whole the whole world is geared up against me as a left-handed person. I just I, I can't even turn the light switch on and off for Christ's sake. I mean, because it's on the right-hand side of the door. There's, there's no way I, I can get at it. And if, if, if I try to, to put my key in the door, it, it just all falls apart. Well, I, I can put my key in the outside of the door because because it's it's uh, the, the key slot is on the left of the outside of the door. But on the inside, it, it's on the right, and that's just no use to me. So I can get into the house, but I can't damn well get out of it once I get in. So it's just as well that it's a bloody nice house. That's all I can say. And it's just as well there's three toilets, because otherwise I, I don't know how I, I'd get along. Um... So uh, I pretty much never leave the house as a result of my left-handedness. Um, when I do, I, ha- I have to climb out the uh, upstairs bathroom window, which which just happens to have a, a left-handed handle on it, and I can climb out onto the roof and, and slide down the uh, one of the left-handed drain pipes. Um, <coughs> <coughs> I, I have to get out the side gate then, but but that's 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 left open. So so luckily it, it is a, a right-handed gate, but if we do, we do keep it open just so we can get out. It's, it's a fire escape. It's, it's a necessary thing for me for me to get out. Now that's not an invitation for for any burglars listening to come along and break into my house by coming through the the side gate, which I just told you is kept open. Um, you 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 find if you do come down the I, I have I have a plan. Um, the the side alley is on the right-hand side of the house so only right-handed criminals will be able to come down 
uh, that path and then they'll get to the back door which is the left hand of the door and, and um, there'll be no way of getting in so then, then they'll be they'll, stop, they'll put a stop to their tracks and okay? they'll put a halt to their gallivanting um, I've taught this all through I'm, I'm very conscious of security issues um, for example, uh, I'm, I'm encrypting this program, I'm recording it in Morse code and I'm, I'm recording it on, onto a hard drive that, that uh, doesn't understand English itself. It just translates all this into numbers and digital information and, and it doesn't really know what I'm saying. So if there's anyone trying to spy on me and, and get any information out of this, they, they won't get anything. Unless, of course, they listen to it backwards, because so, like, like most rock stars, I'm, I'm a... I'm a I'm an audio rock star of the oral um, type, uh, or the oral genre. I'm, I'm a speaking rock star, so obviously I'll put in some messages that you can hear if you if you listen to this backwards. You, you'll hear some messages encouraging you to to participate in the experimentation in the in the latest genres of of um, narcotics and drugs. And I, I feel my that's my duty as a as an oral rock star to to encourage you to take drugs and become a drug addict. I mean, otherwise I can't claim to be any sort of a, a proper rock star at all. And um, uh, that that reminds me, um, of rock, just by saying rock star, that's the company that makes the game Grand Theft Auto Three. Now, in, in that game, there's apparently some some uh, hidden hidden. Um, pornographic images now so I've heard and uh, they, they've stopped manufacturing that in some countries now because people were so disgusted at it when, when they went to uh, go in and look and find the pornographic scenes and, and go and look at them they were really horrified when they found them after uh, entering in the 10 digit code that, that makes them appear they were disgusted when, when they accidentally viewed them um, I myself was equally disgusted so I've, I've, I've thrown that out um, as far as as far as everyone knows and I, I don't own a copy of Grand Theft Auto anymore I'm going to cough <coughs> <coughs> and that's it